The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. In this program, you will activate the changes that need to be made in your life through the processes of cleaning, clearing, and reconnection with your own divinity. It's time to begin the process to heal yourself. Now, here are your hosts, Laota and Ahad Rasul. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our conversation on transformation. I'm Ahad Rasul, and I'm accompanied by the star of the show, Miss Lauta Rasul. Good morning. <laughs> Greetings, salutations, and in Lakesh, everyone. Good morning, Ahad. Good morning. <laughs> now, the topic of today's show is we're speaking on gifts. Now, we're not speaking about gifts that we're going to receive in a week or two from Christmas. We're not speaking about those kind of gifts or birthday gifts. We're speaking about the gifts that we were born with, the gifts that we are expected to or that we have the ability to use to help heal this world, heal this planet and everyone there. These are the gifts that are important. These are the gifts that we were born with and that we want to help everyone here at DNA Replicate. We want to help everyone unlock and open themselves up to their gifts. So, Ms. Lota, let's go ahead and talk about this. Well, you know, it's so this is such a wonderful topic. We actually even have um, a service that we offer that, you know, gives people or identifies their gifts. But the biggest and most important thing that I think uh, we want to share with everyone is that it is our platform. It is... Um, who we are, are the ones who recognize that all of us who were born into this world at this time are here with very distinct and very valuable purpose. Every one of us who's here has gifts. And many of us, because of the experience of our lifetime um, now and our lifetimes before, are unable to access our gifts until we do some emotional, spiritual, and mental cleaning to uh, better get to what is, what is inside of us that was that born into this world, not by accident, but very purposely. These things have come in. So one of the things that um, we want to talk about is the fact that almost everyone who comes to DNA Replicate, almost all the ones who look at our site and who pursue uh, conversation w- conversations with us, they know that they're gifted. They know that they're healers. They know deep inside their hearts, even if they're afraid to tell themselves that they were born at this time of this decaying universe to bring in a new world and that they have a piece of the puzzle that we can all work together with to change the uh, landscape of what's happening in our current world and to bring in or birth this new experience of 
what's coming. And so this is a very exciting and uh, important topic for us to talk about because uh, so many people are afraid of, they know this and they're afraid to identify it and even acknowledge it in themselves. And this work is very helpful for bringing forward very concrete and specific things so that people can identify their gifts. Yes, ma'am. Now, speaking on everyone, everyone here that's listening, all of our audience, if you have either experienced uh, the services that my mom was just referring to that we offer that can help unlock and open up your gifts, feel free to call in and share with us about your experience and about the gifts that you are now acceptant of that you've that you've always had. And if you haven't yet, but you're interested or you have something in mind that you know, like, you know, I know I can do this. However, it's not really something you, you speak to people about because of lack of comfortability or lack of surety that that's really something you can do. We invite, this is open conversations. If anybody feel, has any interest in calling, asking questions, making comments, sharing a, something that you've experienced that's along this topic, go ahead and feel free to call in. We're taking, taking calls at any time. And uh, we can, you know, we'd love to hear from you. One of, the, um, one of the things that I think is really interesting is that to be in the um, positive frequencies and high vibrations is to be in the flow or to be free of adverse uh, conditions, to be free of loss or lack and less than. So when that happens, automatically, whatever our gifts are surface. And for many of us to acknowledge and to find this truth is an extraordinary experience that heightens their uh, your ability to access your gifts. One of the things that most of us have a problem with is our internal dialogue, constantly hearing our own thoughts in our own mind. And one of the things I want to bring forward today is that, you know, when just like when we're having a conversation, if we're talking, we can't hear what the other person is saying. When there's this constant dialogue going on in our minds, we're not able to hear the information that's trying to get through to us, that's coming through. So this is a, a, a um, I don't want to say a problem, this, this is something that many people speak to us about, is this idea that um, they keep hearing things inside their own head. And it's really the idea of being at peace with the experience of knowing that you're a healer, if you're at peace with knowing that you're born here very specifically, that uh, you have something to do, it can calm down that internal dialogue that you hear. Sometimes when you pull up to a stop sign, you'll hear yourself thinking something or you'll wake up in the morning and hear thoughts in your head when you're paying attention to it. And if you could be at peace with the fact that you know how important you are to the changes that will take place in the universe, then the communication can come through that will lead you directly to your gifts. And also the work that we do at DNA is in that vein as well. So are you saying that to accept our own divinity as, our, as an individual, for me to accept the fact that I'm more than just another person here, another one of the people that's, you know, in this state of Florida, in this city of Cape Coral, and in this, at whatever point or place I am, 
that to realize that I am actually some individually a divine being and here for a purpose and that I have something to offer the world to accept that will help get rid of the back and forth in your own mind about what you are, why you're here, what you're doing. So that that way you accept these things and then you open yourselves up to the things that are available to you. Well, that's a first step because ultimately we need to recognize that everyone else also is gifted mm-hmm. and also has uh, extraordinary things to share and give give us. Every expression is needed. All the expressions make the whole. So we want to recognize that um, we are often on the flip side of our own experience. So, for instance, if we're depressed, it may be that we are very gifted in feeling emotions. So there's a, a flip side to everything. So when we see a person or we know someone who's sad and unhappy and they can't get out of bed and they're having such a hard time, we need to be able to see that that person's gift has not been elevated yet, but they're on the flip side of it, that they are feeling very deeply. They're feeling at a level that maybe we don't necessarily feel ourselves, but that is their gift. But they have gotten lost in it because they haven't yet seen uh, how this will work and how that component, how it will fit perfectly into the puzzle that will be able to bring forward a new universe, a new experience for all humanity. Is that helpful? Yeah, yeah. and that's actually pretty cool how I think as a person who's very interested in wanting to inspire the best out of people, so to say, or inspire people to experience their best selves, at least when they're in my presence, that it's pretty cool to, to realize or to be reminded of the fact that in order to do that, you have to look at what the what a person's being, but not only at what they're being right that moment, but look at what they're capable of and inspire that rather than inspiring or responding only to what they're being at that moment. So if a person's being sad and moody and things like that, you know, I'm not just to talk to them from the standpoint of how they're acting at that moment, but look at them from what they can be and where they can be and what and what might be causing it. And look to talk to them from that standpoint. That way inspires them to be the greatest side of themselves rather than the moment or the place they're at at that moment. I think that's pretty cool. And that's a, uh, that's a great idea to look at when we're interacting with others and when we want to inspire more than just ourselves to be, to operate at this high level. So that way it keeps us at a high level because everyone around us is being the same. You know, I think that's pretty, that's awesome actually. And what you the last thing you spoke on is kind of something that we want to take some time to speak about concerning how each person's gifts that you have, we want to find some find the joy in it, find the enjoyment and find the the high point for our for ourselves. Because if you know how when you wake up and everything's going good in a day and it seems like everything's flows. We use the example a lot here because the way that things come easy to you when everything's going good, when you're, you know, you're, you're, you're smiling, you're talking to people, you just have that juice when you're interacting, you know, everybody's looking at you, waving at you, winking at you, all these different <laughs> things you're using. There's something about you that's causing that. However, we don't get to that unless everything, unless 
the things around us, everything's going good. Everything, everything that's positive is happening from the mo- from in our household to the people, you know, the people we're interacting with. We never get to that if we don't make sure that we find or we keep our environment positive, our our frequencies high and everything around us and the people we're interacting with things, then it gives us opportunity to see what we can do. You know, it gives the opportunity to see, hey, can I, you know, do I got the juice to go get this person to do this, this and this that I want to see happen to help this situation? If you're not, you know, if you're having a rough day, you're not going to even feel confident in yourself to go make something happen that's nearly impossible. You know, I think that's that's uh, something we want to touch on a little more. You know, um, one of the techniques that is really good to help you um, unfold in your own and be in the flow with your own gift and also helps others is that whenever you uh, see a person, whenever you're interacting with a person, if you can see them as being from the exact same source as you, if you can... If you're talking to somebody who's 89 years old or 90 years old and you're helping, you're opening a door, you're helping them through. But if you could look at that person and think, oh, that soul is the same of the same source from the same place in creation that I am from, no matter what you think of yourself or what you think of them, that automatically bridges a gap and it elevates you out of mundane thinking. It elevates you out of the normal third dimensional you know, he's moving so slow and boy, old people are, you know, right. I don't want to get old and uh, <laughs> all of those kind of things. Instead, whatever, even when it's a child, if it's a four-year-old who's looking up at you and um, looking into your eyes, and if you could look back at the child and think, oh, yes, there's a connection. We are from the same source that automatically elevates you and opens you to receive your gifts. It automatically inspires not only that person in the unseen, but it even inspires you in your own mind by um, being able to do that. So I think this is a that would be a good technique. And also this the idea that with every gift, this universe is uh, designed not as a straight line, but as a circle. So in every experience, there is a counter experience that we can get around to and we can get back around to the original because we're really a 360 degree circle. So as we move further from the point of entry into the circle, we go further away from it, but we can also come back to it. So what that means is that uh, whatever our experience is at any given moment, there's a flip side in potential. So potentially we can extrapolate out So if you're having a sad and unhappy experience, that inside of that experience is the um, opportunity to have the other side of the experience. Right. So if you're you're happy and full of delight and joy, that's the same person who may refuse to have fun, you know, at one point. So when when you're looking at an experience, if you're looking at someone who is refusing to have a good time, who's refusing to take advantage of certain situations, you can know that that's a person who may be a joyful person who is experiencing the other side of the curve or the other part of the 360 degree cycle or what we call yin and yang. Right. That's just, that's so major to me because I, 
I know that going through your everyday life, we interact with a certain type of person, probably on a regular, probably daily, that for one reason or another, because of the way they come off or they appear or our perspective of them is what I'm really learning now, is that because of that or our perspective of them, we choose to interact with them at a at a low level. So, and I'm 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 relating this to people who I associate with who are around my age that aren't familiar with the type of things that we're speaking about now and aren't familiar or even interested in, you know, the field in which we're we're in that I I find myself choosing to interact with them at a very uh, like you like to say, third dimensional, very superficial, very, very basic type interaction. However, now I'm starting to think that from the example you share about, see each person as being, you're both a part of the same divinity, the same universe, the same part of nature. So you find where you all connect. Or well, I'm learning that, I'm listening to you hearing that it would be great to find where me and that person connects. And speak to them for who they really are, not for how they're being at that moment. And that just like, I'm going to have to figure out how to exactly, you know, use that in an everyday sense. However, it sounds so, it's it's inspiring because I'm thinking like, I will have a more fulfilling interaction with these people if I can speak to them for who I know they're capable of being and who I know that they are. Now, if they choose to interact back in that level or not, it will be their choice. However, it's great to know that either way, I'm going to speak to them just like a child. They're going to they're they have a brain just like you. So don't talk to them like they're not don't have a brain. Speak to them as they're intelligent beings and allow them to grow into responding to you. I think that's just so that's like super cool for me. (laughs) Now, we have to go to commercial break. That first segment went so fast. But on the other side, we can actually speak about a few different examples of gifts that different people have, some that are common, some that people might not normally think about. So just a moment, everybody. We'll be back. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you are originally meant to be, divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing, and you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible. 
through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to laotaofthesun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Greetings, we're back. Okay, so we're about to speak about gifts in a more specific way. We're going to speak about different types of gifts that we've uh, come across that people have, some common, some un- some uncommon. However, before we do, I'm interested in, uh, I'm kind of wondering actually, these gifts that people have, that we have, are they gifts that we have chosen, or like we've asked for? Like, I know I've had conversations with quite a few people. I'm like, man, if I could do it, if I had a power, I would be this or I would do this. You know, these are like, that's a kind of humorous example. But it, to a certain extent, do we choose these gifts maybe before we're incarnated here? Or do you, or is this something that we're put, that is put into us to serve a purpose that's greater than, the you know our own personal life that we're living right this moment or how how does that work oh this is a, a really really good question because everybody it's kind of a question of is it the chicken or the egg you know which came first we are um an expression at incarnation of all that we have ever been um this is the things that arise within us are the things that are specific to our creation. And that's not to say that there won't, you can't develop other things, but most of what we experience, even in our modern culture where we have superheroes and like you were saying, superpowers, the things that we're wanting to be, you know, if you want to fly or if you want to, these are, are things that you have either done before or things that you have within you in potential that can come forward. So Everyone is not the same. Everyone, even though we're all from the same source, we're n- we have not evolved all exactly in the same way. So some people have an affinity for uh, working with animals and working with nature. There are those who talk to trees. There are those who speak to animals. There are those who talk to rocks. These are different. All of those are gifts, and they're all very specific to certain evolutions of thought and also where the soul has been. So if the soul was working uh, for uh, hundreds of years as a nature spirit, then the, the soul may be more in tune with um, stones and with um, trees. And where if a soul um, has worked before with animals, the soul may be more in tune with that kind of communication. But we are not at our ultimate experience. However, most of us have experienced more than what we're experiencing at this time. And we have that to build on. But like many things, very few are born with everything already activated. Most of us, 
is like a great pianist. We know that some great pianists were two and three years old and they were already on the piano and doing things. But most of us uh, have to develop our skill set, right. even though we've done it before. So if we're great artists, we still have to you know, get paper and draw and it takes time. And it's the same way with all of our gifts. So if you find yourself interested in animals or in nature, if you explore that interest, then whatever potential exists in it, the potential itself will magnify and bring it forward. And don't laugh at me, but every time we speak about you speak about these different type of gifts, I always just picture, you know, some type of experience like, you know, like they have a little Justice League and the Avengers <laughs> and stuff where there's a different groups of people who have all something different to offer come together to accomplish a certain goal. And actually we've kind of we've made this environment and working with us here at DNA Replicate being as close to a family environment as we can because we are specifically interested in every person that has any connection to us being able to benefit from not only what they can do, what myself and what me and you can do, however, what the other people who work with us can do too. So if there's someone who heals in one manner that someone else heals in another manner, that they both can enjoy that those benefits of healing that the other offers. And we're kind of the middleman kind of connecting them. You know, we're kind of we're trying to establish this environment of all the people who have like goals, like mine and who accept and are interested in accepting their potential that you have somewhere that is a family environment to come to. You have people who respect and appreciate what you what you have to offer. You have people who not only respect and appreciate it, however, have need of it, great need of it. So we invite, we we keep this open invitation to all those who just are simply in need or interested to be a part of the family of us accomplishing or opening ourselves up to who we really are and what we really can be and do. So it's just, it, it all kind of, I feel like we're, we're forming our own large, huge justice league. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, some of the things I want to mention that uh, often um, people overlook, people tend to think, and since you're talking about superheroes, people t- tend to think that some of the more, common things that we are aware are not gifts. For instance, leadership. If you were in school and you were a leader when you were in in kindergarten and eighth grade and in high school, that's a gift. When, um, when, if you are a person who achieves things, you know, and on the other side of it, on the flip side of it, if you found that you weren't leading, but you knew that you could, but you were watching and experiencing others as being leaders because you were learning and incorporating uh, a variety of things. So it's the flip side of it as well. So those who were experiencing being a leader, that is a gift. And those who were not, but who were actively aware of those who were leaders and were paying attention, you were also working on your gift at the same time. The same way when um, we see people who are achievers, you know, they are, they're the ones who get the awards. They're the ones who always have the trophies. They're the ones who always excel. And then you see the ones who are looking on experiencing their victories through the other person. That often is that same person in potential. 
Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's exactly the same side of the coin. It's the flip side of the coin. Not the ones who don't show up and aren't interested, but the ones who do show up and who are paying attention. Those are often the same people as the ones who are bringing themselves forward. It's the same way with people often don't consider the idea of, of making manifesting or making money uh, um, something of a gift, but it is. That's a, a gift, and the ones who are moving towards that are moving towards experiencing that gift as well. So these things are not often understood and um, are very much taken for granted. And I want to encourage everyone, when you see a brilliant teacher, when you hear a gifted speaker, and you find that your ear is especially tuned to that, that you may be experiencing your own gift in potential in its growth phase. And you may be in, so the more that you can lend yourself to positive energy for what you are seeing and see yourself as a shared aspect of creation with that aspect, that's one way to bring your gifts forward. And like I said, everyone feel free to go ahead and call in if you'd like to. So on what you were just expressing, you're, I'm understanding that as being a way that you can recognize or look to open yourself up to what your potential is. Because if you find yourself drawn to a certain area, a certain field or something, whatever it might be, and you're especially inspired by someone who is fully in flow in that, someone who's, so to say, at the top of their game in that field, if you find yourself kind of direct in that way, very impressed by that, that make a mental note of that because that might be something that is sparking a flame from something that's within you because that's something that you're capable of. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is something that is little understood that when we notice that our attention goes towards something that we have this um, intensity Mm -hmm. in our interest, whether it's sports or whether it's um, a particular practice or music, whatever it is, we should pay attention to that and start to cultivate it because there are many people who have extraordinary gifts who they recognize it, they acknowledge it, but then they decide, well, I'm not going to do it because I can't be famous. Like you might be a, <laughs> a brilliant artist or you might be a great um, musician of some sort that you think, well, I'm not going to have the pleasure or the experience of developing this because I have already decided that my trajectory will not land me into a position of fame right. and fortune. So it's just like if it, it's like the idea of dancing. You know, you don't really have to have anyone to dance with. Dancing is extremely pleasurable with people, and it's really very pleasurable without people. And if you could have a moment to Uh, put on music and have your body sway to the music and have the pleasure of the experience and the joy of being at one with the movement of the body, you don't necessarily have to go out to a club on Friday night and find somebody to dance with and be annoyed that you can't find a dance partner. (laughs) (laughs) My body sways every day in the shower. Just kidding. But um, (laughs) that's understandable. And I'm thinking about as you're speaking, how there's some people who, and I noticed this with myself, like I feel as though, I felt as though there's quite a few different things that I can be above average at. That like I'm noticed, like, you know, just looking at it, just 
whether it's you see something through TV or it's something you've learned through schooling or whatever it is that you're like, man, I can see myself being very successful at that. And not to the level of what you're talking about, about fame or anything. However, to the level of being very successful at it, being very competent at it. However, is that what does should that tell me? Should that tell me that I'm good at I can I can have more than one gift or I have more than one gift or is there like a limit to the gifts? <laughs> How does this work? Well, that's a really good um, question because inside of your question in your language, you said, well, not that I could be famous at, but fame in itself is a gift. So fame is a gift that you cultivate and develop and that has to do with who you were before and who you will be. Not everyone is interested in having the gift right. of fame. Exactly. Not many. So when we have to make sure that when we are speaking that we acknowledge whatever let this gift be wherever it is for whatever if it's the gift of dancing and you dance by yourself it's okay it's still a fabulous gift and it can still give you great pleasure and it can elevate you and actually um bring you into higher vibrations where you can access other things that are other gifts not that any one gift is better than the other but you're being free you know, it's something I say all the time, you know, dance like nobody's watching you. You're being free to uh, move without self-consciousness, without concern about others or concern about whether it will go to fame. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting idea anyway. And what, <laughs> something I just thought of, me and you and a few other people, we, we've gone and we, we like to, you know, we go Latin dance and things like that. And we, I remember someone specifically who caught our, all of our attention? He was like he was like a dancing machine. He was every <laughs> second that we were there, that we was in his presence, we saw him dancing. He was doing something. It was hilarious. It get it in and of itself made us have a good time. We really were more, you know, I don't know what that night we were. <laughs> we were just laid back, kind of relaxing. However, something about that person. It was healing. It was making us smile and laugh and made us enjoy ourselves. And not saying that we weren't enjoying ourselves with our company. However, still, it was it was something healing about it. And that's something I want to point out, how everyone has, what, regardless of what your gift is, when you are being your full, being anywhere near your full potential or you're operating freely as yourself, then you're healing even without maybe intentionally doing it, even without sitting down with the person. You're healing everyone in your surroundings. And one thing we like to point out for the clients that come to work with us is that being yourself is how you're going to go and how you're going to heal this planet. Because everyone, a lot of people come to us is like, you know, I know I'm supposed to be healing. I know I'm a healer. I know that I'm capable of so much more than what's happening in my everyday life. However, what they also need to remember or what we also need to know is that the way we're going to do that is by shining bright, being who we are and being it to the best of our ability and being happy and shining bright. And we're going to heal the people in our everyday life. We're going to heal the surroundings even without us knowing, even without someone coming to us for it. They're just going to be healed by our smile. They're going to be healed by our humor if we're if we're that type of person. They're going to be healed by our dancing if we're that type of person. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I've been so lucky to experience something like that firsthand. Well, I'm just remembering the night you're talking about. It, and it was just, and some of you may remember this um, from some experience you've had in your own ex 
personal life, but we were watching, we were at, we were salsa dancing and um, my son was there. My husband was there. We were dancing and we saw someone who was so moved by the music. He never stopped moving. He never sat down. He was either dancing by himself when he got a drink of water. He was dancing over to the water. He was dancing when he picked up the cup. He was, and it was such a delight, such a pleasure and such an elevation to have the experience that we actually kind of stopped dancing because he was having such a good time and we felt the energy of it. And this is a gift. That person healed everyone who paid attention to him that night because of the joy that flowed through him. So whether you're drawing a picture or whether you're baking a cake, you know, a cook is a magnificent healer to be able to put into the food the the proper vibration that will heal people from the joy of the being the cook and the joy of working with the food and the joy of being um, in relationship to the uh, food itself, to the things that grow and that are food for humans. So it's not just in the idea of dancing, although that's an excellent example, because we can kind of see our own bodies move when we think about an idea like that. But it's the same way with someone's cooking. It's the same way when someone's drawing. These are all mega gifts that can uh, translate and that can transcend our mundane experience. It takes eating and cooking and dancing and singing and drawing into an entirely different category. If we could move into our experience and have the level of appreciation with each other, or even with the children, um, this would accelerate our own development. And it would open, because when we hit the frequency, when we hit the perfect frequency above love, we hit that perfect frequency, all things open to us. Mm -hmm. And then all we have to do is step into the things that are of interest to us at any given moment. Yes, ma'am. That makes me want to, look very intently at my interaction with every person and point out to them the something that I notice is a is inspiring about them something that I that inspires some healing or positive in me from them whether it's their smile or it's their dancing or whatever it might be because I can just imagine if everyone is being in their full flow at that moment and everyone's living their lives that way man we that's a happy life we have right there and that's a happy experience and happy surroundings and a happy um happy world but you know it's gonna take some time and some work to get it there now it's time for us to take another break unfortunately it's come so fast on the other side of the break we're gonna have our transformational story which we do every week we have a very exciting one speaking right up uh, right in line with this topic of gifts. So, everybody hold tight. We'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you were originally meant to be. 
divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing. And you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Laota of the Sun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. We are back with our transformational story, and today we're welcoming Anahara, who's here to tell us a very exciting story. Anahara, are you there? Yes, I am. <laughs> well, in Lakesh, and thank you for joining us today. Good morning, in Lakesh, everyone. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I can't know. wait to hear your story. Of course, I know what your story is about, and I'd like for you to begin at the beginning. Okay. Um, it, it was very interesting listening to uh, your, your and Hod's conversation this morning about transformation, and uh, it just reminds me how we've had conversations about how stinky people are. <laughs> I've been pretty <laughs> stinky myself, and it just, it, it's like... When people start their work uh, to, with their transformation, they are like an onion. And when they do the soul clearings and DNA, it's like peeling off layers and layers off of the onion. And then once you get all those layers cleared off, on the inside of that onion is a rosebud. And wow. then your true gifts and talents can start to open like the petals of a rose. Oh, that's so, and that's really accurate. That is a very accurate, you know, right from that onion, right to the rose. That's just perfect. I think I'll have to, I, have to, I think I'll have to paint that one. <laughs> Speaking of this, you are I feel a painting a gift, coming a gifted, on. Yes, a gifted artist. Well, tell us about your experience that, um, it's so interesting. I don't want to give it away. Well, I would like to tell everyone a little story about um, our latest um, quantum light clearing class. It was level two up in Chicago. And uh, it was the afternoon of the second day, and um, Ellie was going, Ellie Stewart was going to do a demonstration on how to use the new uh, frequency cards, um, emotion cards that Leita had come up with, and um, to help us with our property clearing. 
and you know everyone was the, the mood in the room was starting to elevate and ellie was doing the the readings uh, the spreads and um people started giggling and then the vibration in the room continued to elevate well then we have one of our happy jolly clearers al that uh walked up to the table and sat down and he and rain uh and some of the other folks started a a a little uh, playful banter, and the mood continued to elevate in the room, and everyone was bursting into laughter. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I noticed Leona was looking over at one of the other participants. His name is Brian. And uh, Leona was looking at Brian in a way that you really don't want her to be looking at you because that means there's something up. And uh, what had happened was there was a... a birthday party up the hall for a 12-year-old girl at the hotel that we were having the conference at. And uh, some of the entities that were in the hotel decided to come down and see what all the frivolity was, what the happiness was, the playfulness in our room. And um, Leota looked over at me and she said, do you see what's standing next to me? <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, what is it? <laughs> because I couldn't see what it was at the time. All I could see was a clear, like a gel figure. And um, it was an unfamiliar entity for everybody in the room. And um, I could see this little gel figure because it, it moved. It was about two feet tall. And uh, later it asked me to ask it what it was. And it told me that it was an imp. And, you know, which was kind of funny because I had always heard, you know, I grew up in an Irish home and I had always heard of imps, but I never in a million years, not in my lifetime, thought I'd ever meet one, much less that they were real at that point. So, okay, here's imp. And Leota said, well, ask, who wants to ask it why it's here? And I said, oh, I volunteered Rain. <laughs> oh, Rain can do it. And Rain's like, no, that wasn't her. That wasn't what she had in mind. So Leota asked the imps, do you want to talk to, who do you want to talk to? Do you want to talk to Ellie? And she got a no. Do you want to talk through Rain? And she got another no. Uh, do you want to talk through me, meaning herself? She got another no. She said, do you want to talk through Anahar? And she got a yes. And I'm like, yes, really? Okay, I... I was, like, having problems breathing. <laughs> so it's like, okay, here's your debut. And Brian, being the helpful person he is, grabbed the chair from the middle of the room and the large Uriel mat and placed it right in front of Leota where I could sit down and um, facing her, try to find out what these entities were in the room and, and why, what was their purpose. So through the... Through, um, I don't want to go over time, but it was a very interesting experience to meet the imps and have them, they started to speak through me. Why were they there? Well, they were there because they were up the hall at the party and they heard us laughing and cutting up and they wanted to come and see what we were doing. They wanted to see why we were there. But some of the words that came through was play, play, have fun, um, and, you know, a few other words leave <laughs> <laughs> so through the through speaking with them we figured out that they 
heard, you know, they came into the room, they saw the nice lady with the white hair, that's Ellie, was playing cards, and they wanted to play with it. So, um, Leota said, okay, well then, let's play. So, Ellie jumped back into the table, and um, the imps, they were all over the room. They were all over the room. They were playing with people's hair. They were sitting on Leota's lap. They were sitting on my lap, on my shoulders. It was, it was kind of unnerving at first because we didn't know really what they were. I had heard the word imps, but we didn't really know. Um, so it was, it was very enlightening. (laughs) (laughs) But they came in and they, they, they really taught us a valuable lesson that night that just because something is unfamiliar to us, that we shouldn't just, you know, react and, try and get rid of it because it's unfamiliar. So, um, and then once they saw that they were in a room full of clears and that we really weren't having their kind of fun, they all, they just kind of left. (laughs) But um, they they went to Leota the next morning and they told her they knew who we were. They knew each and every one of us that were at that conference, the, 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 the workshop, and that they would be our friends and they wanted to be with us. So, which was really awesome. So we came home, and, and you know, the imps are, they're about two feet tall, and they're just happy, jolly little little characters, and um, they just want to have fun. They just want to have fun. They can be mischievous, and they, kind of, they love to hang around with children because they just, they just work so well together. And um, so we, we came home, and was having a rough time with my folks, and I said, okay, I really need the imps. I need the imps to come in, you guys. I need your happiness. I need your lightheartedness, so please come in and hang out. Well, they immediately responded. The next morning, I woke up, and there was one sitting on my dresser, kicking his feet, another one standing on the floor with a dog, and um, I got to see what they really look like. Just beautiful, happy, little adorable little characters, and so of course I was moved to draw a picture of what the imps look like. So they, which I don't know how I did that. There was one sitting on my shoulder. I said, "Okay, I don't know how you want me to portray you, so I'll hold the pencil and you just draw the picture for me." And that that picture was I did the sketch in less than an hour. And it's quite beautiful and quite accurate. So <laughs> it's really cool. It really is. <laughs> so I know that I know that you. Um, they went to work with you that day and um, played at work until something happened. Would you share that part of the story? Yes, indeed. Well, imps—they imps and nature spirits love happiness. They love positive energy, the high vibrations. That's what keeps them going. If there's anything negative, they get away from it immediately. So just leading into that, I had gone to work, and they they came with me. And there's a little dog that's at work, and they were just playing and playing with the dog. And the dog was running around all over the place. And I work with my cousin, and he started uh, work in a construction company in, in the office. And one of the plumbers called in, and he started hollering at the plumber. Well, they disappeared immediately. They were gone. Because wow. they, with, with, with imps and nature spirits, negativity is like acid and they get away from it as quickly as possible so they don't get burned so tell us how were you transformed by this experience with the imps i was transformed because 
I realized, okay, the world that we live in, I'm sitting here looking at a field right now, and it is full of little nature spirits. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean that it's not there. Um, <clears throat> I work with jewelry, and I, I had a few folks ask me for amber jewelry. So I hadn't worked with it before, so I went and got some raw pieces of amber, and in, I talked to the trees and to the nature spirits. I said, okay, this is your realm. Show me what to do with this stuff, because I've never worked with it before. So I woke up the next morning, and I had all my answers. It was like a download of information. This is what you need to do. And so I just I got to work and, and came up with these beautiful pieces of amber. But I also found they love big surprise hanging out in the toy store (laughs) (laughs) went christmas shopping with my sister and the children this past saturday and oh my goodness the store was full of imps (laughs) and of course they recognized us when we walked in and they were just having a ball we were in tears i was in pain by the time we left the store because we were laughing and cutting up so much did the children your niece and nephew see them Oh yes, absolutely. I showed I showed my nephew the picture of the imp just to see what he would say because they are very gifted and they can see they can see things. And I showed him the picture. I said, "Have you ever seen anything like this before?" He goes, "Oh yes." He's nine. <laughs> yes, yes. I said, "He said what is it?" I said, "This is an imp. Have you ever seen these?" Yes, they're in my room and they play with my toys. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Anahara, one thing, one reason we wanted to have you a part of this show is because of how <clears throat> how high-spirited and how accepting you are of the things that you are capable of in your gifts. And it kind of goes right in tune with what we've been speaking about for the last hour concerning how the person, us being open to our own experience, of the, our own abilities is extremely crucial to the pleasure we have in our lives because there's so much more available to us than what we live in our everyday lives if we open ourselves up to it. So thank you so much for expressing to everyone your experience. And we encourage everyone else that has experiences like that to contact us, whether it's via email at laotaofthesun at gmail.com, or you can contact us via our website at www.dnareplicate.com. And, uh, we, we actually have a, we're excited. We have our quantum light clearing class, which Anahara was referring to in her story. Uh, we have our next one in January, January 22nd, 23rd, and 24th here in Florida. We're very excited. We have a, um, a beautiful experience waiting on people. So if you're interested in finding out a little more information on that, you can contact us via that same email address, L-A-O-T-A-O-F-T-H-E-S-U-N at gmail.com. Thank you very much, Anahara. Thank you, all the listeners. Thank you, Miss Lauta. And Lakash, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into Transformation. Please join Lauta Rasul and Ahad Rasul for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a positive, life-changing week.